think it's such an important part of being a CEO or being a director or manager or super in supervisor role that you have to be positive and supportive and be on good mood. So that's why I think it's part of your work also to take care of yourself. My name is Milla Heikkilä and you're listening to Better Monday podcast powered by Sofocus. Colleagues make a better Monday for Mari Puoskari, who works as a group CEO of Finnish Consulting Group. Mari is a mom of two and an active runner. She was one of the first directors of sustainability consulting in Finland and has worked with corporate social and environmental responsibility since 2009. In the 8 Better Monday podcast episode, me and Mari talk about corporate responsibility. While building a strong career in the field of sustainability consulting, Mari has also managed to prioritize her own well-being and take care of her family life. In this episode, Mari shares her tips on how to be a good parent and simultaneously have a kick-ass career. Hello, Mari, and welcome to our Better Monday podcast. Hi, and, and warmly thanks for having me here. I know it's Tuesday today when we are recording this, but because the name of this podcast is Better Monday, then I have to ask you what makes a Better Monday for you. Um, colleagues definitely make a Better Monday for me, especially now during this corona crisis. I have really missed my colleagues. and. Uh, Of course, interesting work and high-quality recovery in some kind of balance uh, is it's something that makes a great life and great Monday. Mm-hmm. I can totally relate and I must say I miss my colleagues as well. It's been, I think this is the sixth week of this corona isolation now uh, yeah, and we've so. been... Yeah, we've been fully in this uh, remote-only wo- uh, mode with Sofagus now. And uh, although uh, it's nice to have virtual meetings and calls uh, with with your colleagues, it's totally not the same as if you would meet them face-to-face. Yeah, I do agree. It's so much about getting things done and then moving to next meet or, meet or Skype or Teams meeting. Uh, you miss all the gossips and, and chatting uh, it's just just about getting things done exactly exactly but uh, hey could you tell our listeners uh, a little bit about yourself about your history or give a little introduction so to say yeah absolutely so my my education uh, is master of science in engineering in chemical engineering and uh, I've also studied industrial engineering and management in Helsinki uh, University of Technology, that is uh, Aalto University nowadays. And in the beginning of my career, I worked as a strategy consultant in, in two different companies. And um, then I was one of the first uh, director of sustainability consulting in an IT services company called CGI, uh, one of the first directors in Finland. And uh, after that, I worked in the executive management team for for waste management and recycling 
company called Ecochem, uh, Nordic, Nordic company. And I, I had several different responsibilities during four years. There I was responsible for strategy and mergers and acquisitions, business development, and also had business responsibilities in the end. Then uh, the position uh, before the one that I'm having now was in an engineering company called Pöyry. I was president for environmental services there. So running a team of about 120 consultants in Finland and Sweden. And currently uh, I'm a group CEO in Finnish Consulting Group. And uh, FCG uh, is a company uh, about a, a bit less than a thousand consultants. And uh, what we do is consulting services in, in Nordic countries and developing countries. And our projects are very wide. They are related to, to environment, education, well-being and good governance. Mm-hmm. You've been quite involved in, in different positions uh, that involve sustainability or responsibility, like corporate responsibility. Uh, why did you choose a career in this field? Um, when I studied in, in uh, technology university, uh, I got really worried about climate change during my studies. And I decided that I would like to work uh, for prevention and mitigation of climate change. And that's, I would say that that's the background. And it was like 20 years ago, so not so many many uh, students were that interested in sustainability or responsibility at that time. And fortunately, uh, there has been a dramatic change in that. Yeah, I guess nowadays it's more or less trendy to study sustainability or or at least it's included in the study uh, system or or how do you call that in English? No, I'm not quite sure, but uh, car- uh, if you curriculum, st- yeah, yeah, curriculum. So if you start now studying pretty much whatever subject, uh, there is some sort of a sustainability or responsibility course that you you should go through before uh, graduating. Yeah, I think so too, and it's it's great, of course, that the world has changed since yeah, when I, I studied. So. Yeah. I think so too. Why do you think uh, there is this change happening now? Like, uh, why is responsibility and sustainability such a great deal and uh, seen in media nowadays? Um, I would say that uh, maybe the most important uh, one single reason are these uh, reports, for example, from IPCC about the current status of climate change, that it has has been so alarming that uh, most of the citizens in Western countries got interested and, and got worried about climate change. So I think that it's uh, people get interested and media is, is uh, writing more about these issues and, and vice versa. And, and similar um, trend with, uh, for example, biodiversity. So I think that the, the status is just so alarming that uh, it's it's very hard to miss these questions. Mm, true. And of course, because uh, I guess people are paying more attention to media nowadays. Like uh, you cannot avoid it in a, in a way because uh, you use it with your phone, uh, with TV, laptops, like the media is everywhere. And uh, then again, also this climate change and uh, all the other things, they are quite... Uh, there to be seen. 
Definitely. And also, I think that uh, uh, at work, the forerunner companies have been considering this Uh, sustainability and responsibility issues for over 10 years now. So also, even if you haven't studied them yourself, you you have to think about it at work, uh, at least in big companies and forerunner smaller companies. So that's that True. is one one uh, point of view as well. True. Uh, do you think that uh, organizations could somehow utilize this responsibility and sustainability aspect, uh, maybe to attract more talents, or I don't know, somehow in their marketing or or something? Definitely, I, I think that also uh, forerunner clients ask for services related to sustainability and and uh, require minimum level of responsibility measures and actions as well but especially uh, in employee branding I think that uh, because nowadays meaningfulness is the uh, trend at work and it's it's already current trend I don't I disagree when somebody say that only younger uh, younger employees are interested about having meaningful work I do think that everybody who is working currently really ap- appreciates having meaningful uh, work. Uh, so um, promoting sustainability is definitely probably the most meaningful work you can uh, imagine. So these mm, are really, really supporting each other. Yeah, and I think like uh, big corporations at least are establishing roles that are more concentrating on on sustainability. Like uh, maybe they uh, start to have sustainability manager or like a director that sort of roles they become more uh, how do you call that like um, it's more um, usual to have those kind of roles in in corporations as well yeah so absolutely and all the especially bigger companies they do realize that it's uh, it's also good risk management to consider sustainability issues uh, it can be a huge risk to your brand and um, yeah and also also of course um, for other companies but I would say that it's quite normal to at least have some kind of plan sustainability plan even in smaller companies nowadays true and some yeah, uh-huh. bigger companies do have uh, even large teams for responsibility and sustainability nowadays Yeah, and that's a really good change, I think. And uh, even though we at Sofocus, we are only around 40 people at the moment, but we do establish our own sustainability program like in half a year ago or so. Like, of course, we've been paying attention to this aspect since the beginning, but it's been just recently when we actually established our own program as well. That's so it's great. it's becoming, yeah, it's becoming more popular, I think. Yeah, what what kind of uh, concrete actions you have in your plan? Uh, well, we are following this um, How do you translate yeah, that in English? UN like, yeah. uh, Sustainability Development Goals. Yeah, exactly. So we are following uh, those, and then we picked up um, a few points that are maybe easier for us to um, give any an impact. Uh, for example preventing poverty uh, that was a one thing so yeah. one thing that we do at Sofocus is that we try to help entrepreneurs uh, with their startups so that there would be more work for 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 people of course and uh, we also are doing um, 
some co-working with uh, um, one African company. Yeah, but then, of course, like we are recycling carbons and uh, all those those things. But uh, but there are many many things that we do, and of course, like I think this is an ongoing project. So it's it's not that uh, there's a specific date when when we are finished or when we hit the goal. But I think we have to develop our ways of working all the time so that we can all live in live in a planet that's sustainable yeah exactly and uh, i remember that 10 15 years ago there was a uh, while discussion about that uh, of course industrial companies uh, have a remarkable impact in environmental footprint that uh, but no service companies they don't really the footprint is so small that it's not very worth it uh, trying to to minimize that and Fortunately, nowadays, everybody understands that also um, consulting companies and, and service companies, they do can um, decrease the environmental footprint uh, remarkably. Mm, and it motivates definitely. personnel to uh, work in a company that is taking these questions into consideration. Definitely. And I think it's more the matter of mindset, uh, so if you think that you can actually have an impact and actually change things, um, then you can can really do something. But if you're only thinking like, oh, okay, I'm just uh, working in a uh, service business, like um, it, it doesn't really matter what, what I do, the situa- uh, situation still stays the same, uh, then nothing will ever happen, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And maybe one uh, another uh, argumentation argument uh, for for responsibility or sustainability actions is that there there are several studies that sustainable companies are remarkably uh, more profitable as well. So it's probably the logic behind this is that uh, companies that are taking care of responsibility and sustainability are taking care of other things. Uh, as well, uh, better than, than not so responsible companies, but there's it's it's clear, uh, measurable uh, fact. It makes good for your profitability as well. Yeah, that's a really good point. And of course, like uh, as well as employees are paying more attention to these things, also customers, of course, <laughs> they they are too. So I think people are, uh, in general, paying more attention to what kind of products or services they are using so that makes sense to the profit question as well yeah exactly and it was first in the b2c business that uh, customers uh, and, and private consumers started to to ask for more green options or more su- sustainable uh, options but nowadays it's also in business to business many many companies uh, have at least minimum requirements for sustainability things that you have to publish corporate responsibility report or, or something like that so it's it's also good business and and of course it's it's even better business for those who are forerunners and can suggest clever and sustainable solutions for clients as well and help them to be uh, responsible and sustainable Exactly. Uh, do you have any tips how organizations could move towards being even more responsible and sustainable? Uh, let's say that uh, there is a company who still doesn't have a sustainability program. Where can they start? What we do in FCG, uh, 
we have started to work together with uh, NGO WWF to uh, decrease our CO2 footprint or minimize our CO2 footprint. So it's very uh, concrete things like decreasing traveling, decreasing uh, amount of flying, using public transportation for traveling between home and work, for commuting, heating uh, our office in a wise way and things like that. So that is something I could recommend also for other other companies. Uh, but what is in our sustainability program, uh, we have thought about that uh, our most remarkable impact is when we focus on promoting sustainability in our projects, so with our clients. So uh, that is maybe a bit new concept in, in service business or in consulting business that we um, we are also actually using these United Nations Sustainability Development Goals uh, as a, mm-hmm. as a, a framework for this work. So we are we are we have in our KPIs uh, one of our strategic uh, KPI is percentage of projects which are promoting these sustainable development goals. So currently we are about at about 40% and our goal is to to remarkably increase that during next years. And it's it's uh, quite I cannot say that it's easy but it's it is quite at least motivating uh, that in our projects we do uh, promote uh, responsibility and sustainability when we are for example working in developing countries uh, helping them mm. to solve environmental problems or helping them to build um, uh, good governance, uh, for example, some some uh, states in developing countries, we are supporting state organizations to build uh, good governance. And also we are working with this social uh, sustainability issues, especially in Africa. That's really, yeah, really important work. Yeah, and very, very motivating. And very interesting, definitely. Do you think that companies should somehow help their employees to have better Mondays or uh, support employees' work-life balance and happiness at work? Yeah, absolutely. I think companies should do it. And... uh, well, about work-life balance, I'm afraid that there's never a perfect balance, but at least uh, I do believe that work and other life can be combined somehow. But for example, um, but I think some kind of concrete issues, what we have done is that we have um, made an agreement with childcare services company that if one of our employees has a sick child at home, and, and he or she should uh, stay at home to take care of that uh, child. We help them uh, to uh, use this this kind of service to to um, if if there's an urgent issue at at work, client work or, or sales meeting or something like that, then they can order a nanny for the sick child, and, and the company is paying for that. And of course, then uh, flexible working hours, remote work. And I think maybe one of the most important thing are good good leaders and good managers willing to coach employees in this this uh, finding the right combination for them to to combine work and life. 
Mm. I think many IT companies have really good procedures for this, and we have tried to benchmark some of them and also uh, implement some of those those um, programs to our company. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, you also have uh, two children home, uh, and I presume they are taking a lot of your uh, time and uh, attention, at least now uh, when when we are in this corona lockdown. So how do you balance or kind of um, survive in, in this hectic life? And how do you take care of yourself and your own work-life balance? Uh, yeah, uh, I have two kids. They are, they are seven and ten. And I just realized, I usually when I introduce myself, I do tell that I'm a mom and uh, I'm a runner. And I do have some other aspects uh, in my life in addition to work. And they are very important part of my life. Uh, and I would say that the most, definitely most important thing is careful planning. And I, I mean uh, planning several months uh, before, for example, uh, having a longer business trip. Uh, I start to discuss with grandparents that who could come to help my husband to take care of kids while I'm in Africa, for example. And uh, yeah, I think... Um, I've, I always recommend uh, young parents to, to ask for help very actively, use all kind of services available and, and possible. Our family has used uh, all kind of different services in different phases of, of life, uh, from cooking, laundry, childcare to cleaning. And um, yeah, grandparents are huge. A huge help for us, uh, even though they live uh, about five hundred kilometers from here, they they participate actively in our life. Of course, not now during Corona crisis, but otherwise. Mm-hmm. Do you have any tips for young parents? Uh, how do you cope when when you have a challenging role in 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 a company, and uh, of course, you also want to be a good mom or dad, like? Uh, is the planning the solution or do you have any other tips? Uh, yeah, I, I do think that uh, careful planning is is a solution and maybe in a way more about the attitude and maybe a philosophical uh, point is that you have to give up uh, to get rid of being perfectionist. It's better to get things done than get them done perfectly, uh, whether it's about uh, uh, about home or about work. So that is maybe one of the most important lessons I have learned. Mm. And, and uh, of course, uh, also to take care of yourself, to, to manage your own well-being. And, and uh, for me, managing sports and recovery, for example, as managing and planning them as carefully than, uh, than uh, planning my work and, and my childcare is very important uh, for me to have almost daily sports, maybe sometimes together with my kids and, and also to have some time to rest and recover. Um, really good advice. Yeah, because I think being physically active, it affects our brain so much that that's why I see it so important. Uh, also from stress management and and uh, and also work and, and being good parents point of view. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can totally relate because I notice right away if if I cannot uh, go for a run or go to gym for some reason, like uh, it totally affects my whole working week. And 
all the other things that I do. I, I feel that I'm not as effective. And also, I don't know, like if you don't take care of yourself, then it's hard to take care of anything else. And I think it's such an important part of being a CEO or being a director or manager or super, in supervisor role that you have to be positive and supportive and be on good mood. So that's why I think it's part of your work also to take care of yourself. That's what I try to say to my direct reporters that you mm-hmm. you have to you have to take care of yourself and about your own own energy level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's um how would I say I, it's almost always possible to to uh, fit in some sports into your calendar either just 15 minutes a walk or run early in the morning or during when the kids are in their hobbies or now now uh, during this corona crisis it's it's easy to combine walking while you are attending teams meeting etc so i think it would be mm-hmm. great if people shared their own ways of combining sports and work and and family uh, so people yeah. get good ideas yeah that's actually a really good point uh, i don't know if there is already some kind of a forum or or place where where people share their ideas how to stay physically active during these times uh, i know that we are sharing tips on on our slack channel called sofocus life uh, which is a channel for well-being conversations and so on um but uh would be nice to hear other suggestions and ideas as well like outside outside our company so i don't know maybe we have to launch some, some sort of a forum for this or, or yeah I that don't would know. be so great or have some kind of instagram campaign on that yeah. but about the uh, tips for young parents uh i would definitely like to say that it's possible to to combine being a parent and and having a challenging career it's not always very easy but it's definitely possible so i would i would really try to be positive on that and of course not everybody is not everybody wants to be a parent we have had this discussion uh, in finland that there are so so few babies nowadays that people uh, in their 30s they don't want to have any children anymore because it's so seems so so challenging so i would like to just encourage that if if you would like to be a parent just go ahead it can be everything can be organized it's 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 sometimes difficult but it's possible mm. that's great to hear and i think uh, people need more examples of people who are in leadership positions and still manage to balance uh, or take care not balance but take care of both of the family life and and the job so uh, very important and wise words i think important to hear for people hey i still have one more question to ask name one happiness act that makes company a better employer than others I was thinking about um, some kind of uh, having some, for example, sports services available. But then I thought that in a way more holistic, from more holistic point of view, I think I would say two two acts, uh, which I think are the most important ones. Uh, open communication. Uh, I think it's very important to share as much as possible 
with all the employees in the company. For example, now uh, during Corona crisis, it's important to share information that where are we now, how this crisis is affecting us, etc. And and then uh, another one is frequent feedback from your supervisor, and of course uh, to both directions and and uh, from and to colleagues as well. But I think that uh, when people get feedback and uh, have good discussions about how we should do this and, and especially getting positive feedback, that makes you very happy. So that would be the most, maybe the most important happiness act in company. And, and unfortunately, it's not working very well, at least in Finnish companies yet. So there's a lot to develop, both in our company and I would say that in many other companies as well. Yeah, I feel the same. I think feedback is something that everyone should train and develop uh, with with themselves and also within the company because we all need feedback to do our best work. Exactly, and, and to develop ourselves. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thank you, Mari. Thank you for for the conversation. Thank you. It was such a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Better Monday podcast. If you want to hear more, click to www.bettermonday.fi to subscribe and hear more. Stay safe, people, and keep up the good vibes.